Well, hey, welcome back to the Hit Bodies podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Pleasant. And I have to tell you, I'm like so embarrassed for the past few weeks because I've been recording the podcast while on a walk. So I'm like slightly winded and there's like wind going into the microphone. Like what? Okay, we're going to step it up. We're going to step it up. I am in a quiet room. There's carpet, so there shouldn't be an echo. Like we should be good. The only problem is I'm a hair sick. (laughs) I have like a cough situation. So yeah, we have to work around that. But I but I think we're gonna be good and I'm stepping it up. Okay. So I do want to apologize for the last couple of weeks, but I I'm a little more prepared, but I think you're really going to enjoy this episode this week. Because yeah, I just have some some good stuff I want to talk to. And if you're new here and you're wondering what the Hit Bodies podcast is. I'm so excited to tell you. So Hip Bodies is a workout group. And so the thing is, is like as the instructor, okay, I don't want you to think of it as like I'm the teacher. I mean, I am like I'm giving you the workout and I'm giving you tips, but like also like we're workout buddies and we're talking about real life stuff, like maybe some pop culture, you know, who knows, right? Like all sorts of things. And so this podcast is an extension of that. And I haven't been doing a very good job lately of giving you like at least some sort of takeaway. So I am doing that today. And so I think <clears throat> there's that cough. I think you'll enjoy what I got in store for you this week. And also, if you're new here and you're wondering like what hip bodies workouts even are, like why, why, why do a Chelsea workout? Why do a hip bodies workout over any other sort of workout? Well, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to tell you. Okay. So I am the laziest person on the planet. But when it comes to doing something, I'm only going to do it if I know it's going to pay me back tenfold. Do you know what I'm saying? That's how, that's the type of lazy I am. I'm, I'm going to do it, but only if I can do it well and I'm going to really get something out of it. And I think that's why for so long I've struggled with, just hear me out, this is so random, but like cleaning my closet. If you, if you've ever seen the background of many of my photos, like for so long, it was just a mountain of clothes in my closet. And that was because like, even when it was clean, it wasn't clean. You know what I mean? So I just never felt motivated to clean it because it just wasn't enough. But recently I took an old cube shelf that we have from the kids and it had like, I don't know, like water marks on top. It's just like, it honestly probably should be thrown away, but I was like, I'm going to throw this in the closet because I love the idea of just like, you know, just like a kid, like we use these cube shelves so they can like see all their toys and they're like more, I don't know, likely to pull them out and actually use them. And so for me, I can actually like organize my clothes in a way that I can see everything at once. I can see the hanging clothes. I can see the folded clothes. I can just see everything, you know, it's very nice. So I don't know why I got on that tangent. I just was admiring my clean closet and also talking and then we got on that tangent. So let's move on. Let's move on. So a few weeks ago, I was talking about how my addiction to reading had gotten out of control. Okay, so I bought a Kindle a couple months ago. And like, honestly, every possible moment I was reading my Kindle. I always have my Kindle with me. If I got somewhere five minutes early, I'm reading a little bit before I go in. You know, like every possible moment I was reading my Kindle. I'll like, look, I would like bring it into the bathroom. Like, I'm just going to just read a second while I go pee here. Like crazy, right? Crazy. So I've gotten more reasonable with it. And I'm happy to report that I am still reading. So I am starting a new book. And I thought I'd just update you on what book I'm reading next. So my the books I'm reading are, <laughs> they're very much limited to what I can get 
for free or almost free. So I'm a part of the Kindle Unlimited program. If you don't know what that is, it's almost like a bonus library card. Because here's the thing, there's this app called Libby. And if you have a Kindle, you absolutely need to download the app Libby and you can check out like ebooks, like, you know, for an electronic reader, like a Kindle, right? And so I do download books from that, but all the good books that I read, they're like popular. So there's like a wait for them because they only have so many copies. Anyway, I'm on the list for some books, but having Kindle Unlimited is a nice backup. You know what I'm saying? So I have some books on Kindle Unlimited that I want to read next. And I need Lucy Score. She wrote these books called um, Things We Never Got Over something that's the series okay so I just finished the second one in that series and the thing about those books is like they have a really slow start but they're they're really good like it took me a whole week to read the first half and then I blew through the second half in a day because like that's how those books are okay and I just like I don't have it in me to do another one right now I the third book is there and available but I'm like I'll get to it I just I need a second from her I need someone who gets to the point a little bit quicker so we're gonna go we're gonna do a Colleen Hoover next you probably don't care about this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. So what did I, I don't even remember what I put on there. Hold on. Let's see. Are you guys a part of Goodreads? Goodreads is like social media for readers. Like, does that make sense? So I'm reading Hopeless next. That's what it's called. Hopeless by Colleen Hoover. And here's the thing about a Colleen Hoover book. I never know what it's about first. Like I don't read, you know, when you watch a movie and you watch a preview first, I don't read a synopsis or anything. I just like kind of trust people recommendations and trust the author. Like once the author has my trust there, I'm not going to take it away. And so far the worst Colleen Hoover book, I still loved it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like she, it was a little bit Hallmark movie vibe, but it still, it was so good. Like I still enjoy reading it. So yeah, I'll let you know if this one's Hallmark movie or not. And maybe you don't even care. You're like, Chelsea, I'm never going to read. I'm never going to give up on you reading. I'm going to say that right now. You you got to consider it, okay? It's better than scrolling. It's like a slower release of dopamine. I don't know. I just think it's it's good. It's making me... Um, it, it wasn't good at first. It was it was too much at first. But I like now I have more balanced relationship with it. I Yeah, it's good. Real quick, on the note of my personal life, we... I I told you guys that I'm trying to fall in love with North Carolina. I don't know if I talked about that that much on the podcast. I feel like I abs- I should have, but I don't know if I did. Anyway, I'm really trying to fall in love with where I live, and it's working. It's working. Like I'm really starting to like feel more and more connected to North Carolina. So I'm gonna go to South Carolina. <laughs> no, that like doesn't make sense, but just hear me out. There's a zoo over in Columbia, South Carolina, uh, which isn't far from here. I'm trying to think. I think it's like three hours away. And so it's a cool city. I've heard good things. Cameron actually, his the company he used to work for it was based out of Columbia, South Carolina. And so it's supposed to be a pretty cool zoo, which, hear me out. I recently found this girl on TikTok, okay? And she goes, she's a stay-at-home mom who's never home. That's how she, like, describes herself, okay? And she has three kids, I think, three or four, something like that. And she gets out of the house every single day. And she really makes a point to say that she does things for the whole family, not just the kids. So if mom wants to go to, you know, wherever, like a mom place to go and in the car, they don't only listen to like kids music or kids podcasts. Like sometimes she listens to music she wants to listen to. And she talks about like how 
having a commute to go somewhere and like making a special drink before she leaves um and like almost treating her car like home like she keeps her car stocked with everything she needs like changes of clothes for the kids blah 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 I don't know she has this whole great strategy but it's made me think about like when we go to Columbia South Carolina I want to find some things that I kind of want to do there and for so long since I became a mom I've only been thinking of the kids when it comes to activities because I'm bringing them right and I, I won't lie, it's just simply not quite as enjoyable to do certain things and drag the kids along when it's not particularly entertaining for them. But I've been, I don't know, when we went to the mountains, we did some just like driving along the Blue Ridge Parkway. And it was really nice. It was probably my favorite part of the trip. And it was what I wanted to do. So I don't know. I, I'm like, there's this weird, mo- anyone else out there kind of have that feeling like, oh, I can do things that are just for me, even if the kids come along. It doesn't always have to be them first all the time. I don't know. Gosh, I feel like I even feel like a little bit of like twinge of mom guilt saying that. But yeah, so if you have ideas for things that we can do in Columbia, South Carolina, let me know. I feel like I have friends that live near there or have been there or whatever. So yeah, hear me. Just give me all the tips. Give me all the tips. So next up, we're going to get into kind of the, I don't want to say like helpful thing, but I've been thinking about just having something that you're working toward, like how having goals and being in pursuit of something just benefits your life. And obviously I'm a fitness girl. I help people lose weight, get in shape, get strong, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so oftentimes that's the way I'm thinking of it. But I think you can have goals in many different aspects of your life. And like, it's, it's such a cheesy saying, like, if you're not growing, you're dying, right? Like there is no Switzerland when it comes to most things, like it's, it's always shifting either more in a positive direction or more in a negative direction. And I don't believe that in everything, but it's like, okay, like think about even something as simple as a friendship. If you're actively putting in effort to keep in contact with someone, see them, hang out with them, you know, your relationship is growing. If you're getting a little bit sloppy, but you're still putting some level of effort in, you're kind of, you're kind of maintaining, right? But it's like there's still some effort. Like you're still, you know what I mean? Whereas like if you just kind of let it fall by the wayside and you don't keep in touch with that person, you know, you're growing apart. You're moving in the opposite direction, which isn't always a bad thing. Like like there's no guilt here for like, you know, losing touch with people, okay? Me and like my friends, I need low maintenance friends. Where do you stand on that? I need low maintenance Please don't be mad at me if I forget to text you back. Please don't be mad at me if we don't talk for several months. Oh, there's nothing more stressful than a friend like that. I don't think I have any friends like that currently because you can't have a friend with small children and be like that, you know? Anyway, if you are a friend and you are, you are my friend. If you, you, everyone who listens to this podcast, at least that I know of, I consider to be friends of mine and it's so hard for me to keep that level. Anyway. Okay. Let's move on. Let's get back. How does a goal being in pursuit of a goal improve your life? Anytime you have a goal, I don't care who you are. You're going to be Googling. You're going to be researching. You're going to be figuring out the best way to reach that goal. You're going to make sure that what you're doing is pushing you in that direction. And what happens, you learn. You learn new things about yourself, about what works for you, what's going to help you get from point A to point B. And as you learn new things, as you become more educated, you also become 
more confident. And you also learn to adapt to new situations. When you are working toward a goal, life doesn't stay the same. It's not like all of life stays the same so you can just happily work toward this goal. Life is going to throw you curveballs and you learn to adapt so that you can continue reaching your goals despite those curveballs life is throwing at you. And so I think it's really good. You know, I always think about like my my industry, right? Like fitness and whatnot. But maybe you're working on your marriage and it's really hard to find time to hang out with each other. And, you, you know, you can't always afford a sitter. Maybe Maybe the babysitter you always leaned on moved away or whatever, right? Like, There are so many things that can happen and it's like finding that quality time to connect with each other, those simple things that help make a marriage stronger, right? Another thing would be finances. A lot of people struggle with having discipline with spending money or, you know, I think a big one is like eating out. It's so dang expensive to eat out. I was just talking about this on the workouts a couple weeks ago. If I can eat out and something on the menu that I like is like around that like $10, $11 mark, I feel like I won. I really do. I feel like I won. And anyway, that's not the point. The point is, it's expensive to eat out, right? And so kind of just simply getting in the habit of saving money and eating at home, not even like from a health-related standpoint, but just like for financial goals, you know, that can be like a really big one. And I see so many people, I don't know if you guys are on like the side of social media where they talk about like finances, where they're like you know, getting a $5 coffee isn't like messing up your financial goals or whatever. I'm like, it's not just the coffee. It's like all the little things that take discipline to avoid doing that I think, in my opinion, do add up, right? I don't know. It doesn't take that long to like make up a coffee at home. It doesn't take that long to figure out some like quick breakfast and things you can throw together. It's the discipline of like being willing to do it, being willing to do the dishes, et cetera. And it's, you know, it makes you healthier, right? Okay. Anyway, back to like, Those types of things, when you, again, life is going to throw you curveballs. You're going to oversleep. The morning's going to get away from you. The afternoon's going to get away from you. Things are going to get crazy. An example, there was this night that we, it was like 4.30, okay? If I am not starting dinner by 4 o'clock, I'm panicking a little bit, okay? Because we're like a 5, 5.30 at the latest for dinner kind of family. I had no meat ready. I had like no idea what I was going to make. So you know what I did? I ran by the store and I grabbed a rotisserie chicken and I turned it into, I think I made like quesadillas. Yeah, I think I think I ended up making quesadillas that night. But what I'm getting at is it, I've, I have those things that I can lean on in those crazy situations because I've been doing this long enough and I've forced myself to get creative when life throws me curveballs. And it's like, that comes from like a money saving thing that comes from like a fitness thing. There's, there's a lot of aspects of like having goal driven seasons of my life that have benefited me for the long haul. Okay. I want to talk about what a sense of accomplishment does for you. I, I don't know the, I want you to just think back to a time where you really accomplished something that you were so freaking proud of and what that did for you. Because it's not just that one single aspect of life that you have increased confidence in. You kind of start to believe in yourself and believe you're capable of more in other aspects of your life as well. I I have so many friends that I think of with this. And so I'm going to just share a brief story of a friend. And she's public about this information. So I, I, I'm not like I'm not going to give you her name or anything. But she ran out of money. Okay during a very long, very expensive custody battle, okay? 
she ended up representing herself in court. And anyone who's been through like family law knows that to get sole custody is so unbelievably rare. She got sole custody. Like when her back was up against the wall and she had like nothing going in her favor, she learned, she did research, she got creative. Like her goal wasn't even sole custody. You know what I mean? She did, but she brought all the evidence. Like she wasn't even asking the judge for sole custody, but the, the judge awarded her that. And so um, I think about her constantly. I, she doesn't like go around bragging about this information, but to me, like, I just think she's so amazing. I'm like the confidence that would give me to like represent myself in court. Like so many people freak out and like spend thousands on an attorney. I mean, it, she was one of them, right? Like, but to be like, to do something that amazing, like that's crazy, right? It's a sense of, it's a, it's something that no one can take away from you when you accomplish something that you're really proud of. And, and in a situation like that, there's no guaranteed outcome, but with health and fitness and stuff like that, you're guaranteed to get back the work you put in. If you fuel your body well, if you consistently exercise, you are going to get the payback from that. And yes, hey, genetics freaking suck. Age freaking sucks. Like there's definitely things that like take a toll on our bodies as we get older. But to some degree, like things will change if you've had some pretty crappy habits and you make an effort to change them. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to talk about like resilience. Okay. <sighs> resilience. So I've been doing this escaping excuses challenge inside hit bodies where I talk about all these different excuses that I hear, and I don't mean that in a way like these excuses are dumb or anything. They're very legitimate excuses and they're very challenging things that we have to work through. And the way that I come up with, because, you know, I, I both, I write the workout inspired by the excuse and I also am giving advice around how to overcome that excuse during the workout, right? And the way that I have come up with all these tips is doing what I do for like a freaking decade and seeing people overcome these excuses. I have seen people come to me, try to get in shape, give up and come back multiple times. And I am like so honored that they gave me another chance, right? Because I take some level of responsibility too. When people aren't able to stick with the program, I'm like, what could I have done better? Right. And there it's a combination of things. It's people being like mentally ready to kill it. And it's also me bringing what they need to the table. And so it means so much to me when people do come back and give it another shot. They're like, okay, I'm ready this time, right? And in terms of like moving past these excuses, I think resilience is like the best word. There's going to be setbacks. There's life is life throwing you curveballs. I mean, what a theme, right? It's just, it's constantly going to happen. Life doesn't slow down. You know, I don't know how old you are, but I am 34. And I remember ugh, I could roll my eyes at my 23-year-old self when I was like, I'm just so busy. I just don't have time, right? What did I what do you mean you didn't have time? What do you mean, Chelsea? <laughs> like you had time, right? And so as I've gotten older, it's not like time is magically appearing, right? It's it's just been replaced with different things. I think as we get older, we become better at handling stress and things that life is throwing at us if 
we don't let the, you know, if you're constantly letting those things throw you off track, then that's going to become the habit and the thing you do. But if you, if you learn to push through those things and be a goal-driven person and not let life throw you off track and like still stay focused to your goals and what you're working toward, I think that resilience and that strength just becomes stronger as you get older. And if you are maybe like a self-identified giver-upper, then maybe this is a time where you're like, okay, I need to pick a goal that I'm working toward. I need to write it down and I need to do it. (laughs) And as far as how to actually do it, it just depends, right? It just depends. So, you know, I'll give you some things that I do when I'm working toward a goal. So number one, I, I surprisingly, I try to stay fairly quiet about it. Obviously I've been doing these challenges and like from a fitness sense, I'm sort of vocal about what I'm working toward, but like I'm more serious when I'm quiet about it. And I think that's because it's like, I don't want to talk about it. I want to show you what I'm doing. It's, it's weird. And something about that, when I see people being overly vocal about what they're working toward, I think it's like really cool, but there's just something about like when you don't, when you just want to shut up and grind, that's different. Right. And that's just me personally. I don't know if everyone's like that, but, but I do think putting it down and writing somewhere for yourself, at least I always have a goal written down on my desk somewhere. So I know I'm kind of working toward it. I, I think everyone's different. Maybe you have it on your bathroom mirror, just a daily reminder so that you're at least seeing it every day. Otherwise it's so easy to just uh, forget about it. And then actually figuring out, okay, said goal, you know, what do you need to do to reach said goal each day? And so if your goal is getting in shape, just again, this is a fitness podcast, you know, the workouts, the nutrition, those are the biggest things, right? Having the plan written down in front of you or just done for you. Okay. You know, if you join Hit Bodies, like the workout's done each day, hit play, right? Whether you're live or on the replay, it's going to be brand new every day. You're going to see it amazing, right? And then if you are you know, when it comes to nutrition, the nice thing too inside Hit Bodies, a lot of people don't know this. I actually have meal plans and grocery lists, whether you're eating a low carb diet or more of a, um, I'll call it paleo. I call it protein and plants, but it's essentially kind of paleo-ish. And if you don't have any interest in following either of those approaches, you know, I have strategies for figuring out your macros and how to track your food. And so you can be a little bit more go with the flow and still reach your goals. But the biggest thing is like committing to some level of a plan and sticking with it, even when life throws you curveballs, because it absolutely will. I mean, we're getting into the holiday season. If I, oh my gosh, the holiday season as a trainer, it's the most frustrating time of year because so many people take the holidays off. Dude, you have extra calories in your body, lift weights, build a booty, okay? Build a nice strong back. Like put all those extra calories to your muscles. Build a freaking furnace for a metabolism. I understand if you don't want to be in a weight loss season during the holidays. Hey, girl, I get it, but don't lose the habit of working out, okay? For me personally, my intention around Thanksgiving. I will not be in a weight loss season anymore. I'm going to be just like taking a mental break from it. And then, and hopefully by then I will feel done, you know, but we'll see. And then at January at the new year, Hey, new year, new me. Um, I, if I need to enter a weight loss season again, or feel a desire to enter a weight loss season again, I will. But if not, if I'm like still feeling good about where I'm at, then Hey, we'll do that. Um, but yeah, my goal would be to be done 
by Thanksgiving, which I'll, I'll kind of talk about that in a little bit, like kind of where I'm at with everything. So yeah, that's kind of my takeaway for today. I hope that helped you. Now let's move on to some fun stuff because I just, I decided to like enter in, I've been listening to podcasts that are like pop culture and it's really fun, but I'm not, I don't care about pop culture, but I am on TikTok. Okay. So I thought I'd give you guys some TikTok news. Is that stupid? Okay, so we're going to talk about two different things going on on TikTok right now. And I'm just going to kind of give you my take on it. So there's this girl on TikTok who's, she's called Mustard Girl. Okay, like Tiffany something. Okay. And the way she got famous, I don't know like how initially she got famous, but like what made her really go viral was this like plate she ate every day. And it was a plate of a bunch of raw vegetables, including like Brussels sprouts, bell peppers. She's really big on hearts of palm, uh, chicken sausage, just one single link of chicken sausage and like usually like one single strawberry, which is so random. And then uh, sometimes dragon fruit, I don't know, whatever. And then cottage cheese and mustard. And so she would dip the vegetable in cottage cheese and then mustard or dip the sausage in cottage cheese and then mustard. And she just ate this on camera chewing kind of loudly. I don't like the sound of chewing at all. And no one actually likes the sound of chewing. So why this would go viral is beyond me. But whatever. Anyway, everyone started trying this plate. People would be like, oh my gosh, I tried the plate. I'm losing so much weight. I'm eating this for lunch every day, whatever. And I won't lie, like I kind of got into it for, for I don't want to say I got into it, but I got like slightly inspired. I, I mean, I like mustard. So I started like dipping stuff. I, I didn't do cottage cheese and mustard. I did, I'd mix Greek yogurt with ranch mix and mustard. And so I would do like chicken sausage with like some sort of crunchy vegetable and mix and do that and I like it like I'll still eat that I think it's yummy anyway what's the, what's going on with her is she she's she's getting some attention because she's uh she's a Scientologist okay and it's really funny because she's just like not acknowledging it like there if you comment on it like she'll block you everyone's calling her out about it. There's so many videos that just, it's straight up like you're definitely a Scientologist. <laughs> like, um, like pictures of her family. I don't know enough about Scientology, but there's something about like the clear level. Does that sound right? Clear? I don't, I don't know. Anyway, it, it's like her family on stage at like a Scientology thing. Her in a Scientology Facebook group looking for an assistant. Like she's definitely a Scientologist and she's like making these videos like don't believe everything you hear it's like girl just address it like if you it's okay if you are it's okay if you aren't but just like address it and so I I don't know it's really funny because people really don't like Scientologists and I gotta be honest I don't know enough about it I've watched I've like, you know, when you watch a show, but you're not really paying attention or it's so boring, you just don't remember that much. So that's how I feel about the Leah Remini Scientology thing. Like I've watched it, but I just like couldn't get into it. I know that Scientology does some like effed up things. I just, beyond that, I don't know what. And so I, I actually wanted to be honest about my, like what I think, sci- what if I just stumbled into Scientology, like what would have happened? Okay, if there was like no news about Scientology, just like a Scientologist approaching me, I feel like I could have been talked into it. Okay? Like, oh, you're going to tell me these wildly successful celebrities? You know, it to me it seems almost more like a personal growth slash support system, like more cuz it it's to me it doesn't seem like a religion. 
right? It doesn't seem like a belief system, but I, again, I don't know enough about it. To me, it just seems like a support system for reaching goals, okay? Like I know, but then it's like, it's super weird because you have to donate obscene amounts of money and they like, there's like talks of like abuse and like just weird stuff. So like, I can see how it's very bad. I don't know enough about it, right? Uh, anyway, I'm so... I, I, I don't know if, if you have if you know any more about this whole thing like to me watching the mustard girl on t- she's definitely a Scientologist I don't know why she won't just admit it like just admit it girl like people have very hard evidence that you're definitely a Scientologist like w- why are you ashamed of that I don't know like if I was a Scientologist which I'm definitely not obviously I don't know anything about it I feel like I feel like you would want to make it sound good, right? Like you wouldn't want to be like hide it from people. I don't know. Does that make sense? Okay. Anyway, let's move on. So one more piece of TikTok news. Okay. And this one is actually like a North Carolina local. So there's this girl called Michelle the bartender. If you either know this story already or you don't. Okay. So she's, I'm going to, she's been married three times. Okay. I don't know if her current husband is her baby daddy. i believe he is like she has a small child I want to say he's like around two year two years old I think okay so just hear me out so her main platform is making cocktails okay that just like that and and then telling stories of working behind the bar like annoying things people do because if you've ever worked in like a bar or restaurant like people are super annoying <laughs> so those stories yeah they're worth telling right and so she kind of like does the thing where she acts them out and stuff like that well, she did, she recently moved from Charlotte, North Carolina to Raleigh, North Carolina, so she hasn't found a bar to work in. So her content has been a little bit more personal lately, and she decided to tell this story where I guess her husband doesn't drink, except he does sometimes, <laughs> and in this case, he wanted to, I guess, okay? So this one night, they were drinking. And it was like at the house or something. And then he, she went to bed and he decided he wasn't done drinking. So he took an Uber to the bar and he got very, very drunk, just continued drinking. And I guess this is the reason he doesn't drink a majority of the time. It's because he doesn't know how to stop. So he goes to the bar and then he comes home at like 3 a.m. And she like wakes up from the sound of him coming home. She comes downstairs and there's a... He, he is home and there's like a random man like looking around the house, like not really talking to her, just like looking around the house. And she's like, uh, what are you doing? Get out. Right. And so the next day she went to the bar that he was at and I can't remember why she went there, but she basically heard some people talking about her husband. And so she gets into the conversation with them like, oh yeah, that's my husband. She's like, oh my God, did you get robbed last night? I'm so sorry. I told them not to. And she's like, what are you talking about? The guys that I tried to call your husband an Uber, but he didn't want to, and he got a ride home with these guys, and they were planning to rob him. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? So anyway, she shares this story on TikTok, and she, like, doesn't – she just kind of thinks it's this, like, humorous story of, like, almost getting robbed. And people were like, I mean, no, that's, like, really bad. Like, your husband put you and your son in danger – bringing a random person into your house. If drinking gets him to this point, he needs to like really not drink, not like not drink most of the time, like just like not drink. A lot of people are like divorce, like, you know what I mean? And she's like, 
you don't just get divorced, but at the, you know, but at the same time, she's been married three times. So it's like, I mean, maybe you do just get divorced. It seems like you might do that. Like, <laughs> so I don't know. Anyway, it is a very interesting little TikTok story to dive into. Um, she's, she actually is kind of having fun with it, like making fun of herself, but like also seems like she's really bothered by all the talk about it. I don't know. So I'm curious where you stand on Michelle, the bartender. So I'll tell you kind of where I stand on the whole thing. I, I don't think she needs to divorce her husband. I do think he should be sober, but I also kind of think everyone should be sober. Um, I do think it was too much information. Uh, it seems like maybe a story that doesn't make your husband look that great. Um, and he should, I, I don't know. I, yeah, like it just probably shouldn't have been shared on TikTok, but you know, it's out there. It's out there. Um, okay. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. That's your TikTok news for the week. What do you think of that section? What do you, do you like it? Do you, Cause there's, there's always something going down on TikTok. I can keep you posted. If I'm going to scroll, I might as well chat about it a little bit. So let's talk about what we're going to be doing. I'm not going to talk about this week. Well, yeah, let's screw it. Let's talk about what we're doing this week inside of Hit Bodies. So this is our final week of the like escaping excuses challenge. Okay, let me let me pull up the workouts for this week. Here we go. Okay. So this week we have Monday's workout, which is going to be all about waiting till Monday, ironically. So, you know, you know that like, oh, I, I can't start today. It's a Thursday or I can't start today. It's, it's a Tuesday or whatever, right? Like you feel like you have to wait to start as opposed to kind of capitalizing on that motivation when you have it. And so we're just going to talk about that. We're going to talk about it, the workouts inspired by it, how to approach that feeling, and how to take advantage of motivation when you have it, right? Uh, the next one is going to be all about starting over, uh, which is like, I always describe this as the feeling of when you wrote an essay and then you accidentally close the window or your computer dies and you have to rewrite your essay. Oh, it's the worst feeling. And it's like, it's losing weight that you've already lost before. It's getting strength back that you once had we especially if you're a mom you've been through this right like you you have to redo hard work that you've already done and we're just going to talk about that we're going to talk about dealing with the frustrations of it dealing with all that okay wednesday is all about when you can't stick with it like you keep trying to get some momentum to you know consistently do workouts and you just can't freaking do it you cannot like la- like you get you go hard on monday and by wednesday you're like f it or by, you know, it's like you get too sore. So you just, you, you can't seem to stick with it. How to deal with that. Um, Thursday is going to be, we're revisiting the excuse of not having enough time, which is one of my favorite excuses to talk about. And then Friday, we are discussing injuries and mobility. And it's going to be a combination of both preventing injuries and how to continue making progress, even if you are suffering from an injury. And so, this is our final week of these excuses. And then next week, the following week, we're going to be starting our 10-pound November challenge. And so I'm finishing up the details. If you want information on that, just follow me on Instagram and I will be posting information on it. And also if you're on my email list, that's a good place good place to get info. But it's going to be really good. And I'm going to try to keep as much information public as I can. But of course, if you really want in, go to hitbodies.com and that's how you can get signed up. Get access to all the workouts, 
some sample meal plans, grocery lists, all that kind of stuff. I guess I should mention too what 10 pound November is because I'm assuming you were here when we did 10 pound September. 10 pound November is trying to lose up to 10 pounds in the month of November. Does that mean I'm going to be like, you can't eat fun stuff on Thanksgiving? Absolutely not. I'm not even going to be the one to say, eat a mindful portion. Eat what you want, girl. It's a day. Okay. It's a meal. Enjoy yourself. Okay. Um, with that being said, we don't need to let Thanksgiving start on Monday, right? Or we don't need to like on November 1st. I just feel like sometimes it's like October 31st and we're acting like it's Christmas Eve. Like we act like we might as well just wait until the new year. And so that's why we're going to stay, we're going to stay intentional through the month of November. Shoot. If you stay intentional through the month of November, hi, December is not that long, right? Like you can actually make some significant progress through the holiday season. I mean, two whole months, two whole months. Imagine what you could do. Imagine. Okay. And we are going to wrap this up with unpopular opinions because I haven't done that in a little bit. And I, I have a hot take today. So NSYNC has been getting all this attention for a number of reasons. So number one, all the news about the Britney Spears memoir. If you know, you know. If you don't know, I'm not going to mention it because uh, it's kind of sad and I'm just not going to be a downer. But um, NSYNC has also like been talking about, I don't know if they're they're talking about going on tour or just everyone else is talking about them that they should go on tour. But they released some new music. So I've just been thinking a lot about boy bands lately. And for a long time, I thought it was just NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, and 98 Degrees. Like that was it. But I stumbled across this song called Night Changes by One Direction, which made me just dive back into One Direction's music. Like, remember the song Story of My Life? You guys, it's always been One Direction. One Direction is it. Like, they, oh my gosh, how did I, how did I miss it? One Direction is, in my humble opinion, the top boy band. And I think this is why I think I missed it. They were big so far after the time that I was at the age where I would become obsessed with a boy band. You know, they were releasing bangers when I was like dancing in nightclubs and they weren't playing them. Do you know what I mean? So I just feel like I missed it, but like they were there. They were it. One Direction is so good. I don't know how you feel about this, but NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, they're fine, but One Direction, it's it. That's it. And I'm going to say, I actually, I still think like 98 Degrees might be like a in second. Like I think, and then NSYNC and Backstreet Boys is kind of like the bottom for me, for me personally. So I, I would love to know where you stand on this because I, that song Night Changes, go listen to it before you, before you like argue with me. Okay. I just, and I also love that MKTO, the, you know, the song classic, look it up. They're really good too. Like, I just feel like there's some boy bands that like, we're not giving them the hype they absolutely deserve. And it also makes me sad that there's always like one breakout star from a group, you know, like, uh, obviously Justin Timberlake from NSYNC, but Backstreet Boys, they never really did that. Right. I'm trying to think. No one no one came out of Backstreet Boys and said, I'm the star now. You know what? That makes Backstreet Boys better. Yeah, for sure. Everyone stayed kind of humble and just like loyal to each other. That's good. 
Justin Timberlake is kind of hateable right now. Do you agree? I don't know. I was never a JT girl. I was always a JC girl. Yeah. If I w- but and I did love NSYNC back in the day, but I'm not in this moment. I'm a One Direction girl. So yeah, that's my hot take. And yeah, that's going to wrap up this week's episode. You guys, thank you so much for being a listener of the Hip Bodies podcast. I'm thank for pushing through my windy out of breath episodes, for pushing through this nasally. I've been pausing it to cough episode. I don't know if you guys can tell I've been doing that, but we're here. I love you. Thank you for being a part of this little community. And if you know someone who would enjoy this type of podcast, please send it to them. And if you want to know how to support this podcast, consider joining Hip Bodies. Considering, consider being my workout buddy each day. Shoot, even if you just join and do like one or two workouts a week and then do, you know, whatever classes you do at the gym or whatever, you know, mix it up. Do a little bit of all of it, okay? Um, you can go to hipbodies.com. There will be a little pop-up if you want to try some freebie workouts, which is my three-day slay program. Check it out. Check it out. I will talk to you next week. Have a wonderful day. Bye.